Okay, ready? Press play. The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm, I'm Sunny Dap. And I'm Jazz and this is our <laughs> podcast about stuff we don't do but we will eventually. So Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? Before you say that, I almost said that I was you. Yeah, I know. Just used to listening to you say and I almost said that I was Sunny Dap. It's become a catchphrase now where people walk around and be like, I'm Sunny Dap. I'm Sunny Dap. But Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? So we missed something international. Can you guess what it is? I can't. So it's international. It happened around the world. Yeah. Was it a sporting event? It was a sporting event. Okay, cool. And we didn't watch it. Okay. It was? It was the World Cup. Okay, cool, man. And we missed the England match on Thursday, which... Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is the second time recording and I still got it wrong. <laughs> so, okay, so the England match was on Wednesday. Yeah. And um, it was England versus Croatia. Yeah. And I missed it, so I didn't watch it. And England were out, so football didn't come home. Yeah. And it's not coming home, blood. Exactly. And we also missed uh, the World Cup final, which was today. And that was Croatia versus France. Yeah. Um, France won. I don't know how much they won by. It must have been 2-1, one, one, isn't it? I have no idea. No. But apparently France, yeah. um, from what I was reading on the Twitters, France was smashed it. Yeah, did well. Cool. What, what, what did going on? And also there's a, a tennis tournament called Wimbledon Wimbledon which we didn't watch yeah yeah <laughs> wow you sound so intelligent it's like not like five minutes ago you never knew what was going on <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. not why we re-recorded this yeah but but um okay you're Wimbledon. Wimbledon so I didn't know what, what Wimbledon was yeah so I was asking Sonny is it a tournament and I think it is a tournament yeah which happens in London yeah in a borough that we don't know what where no idea and we were saying that there were some famous people there who was and, there? Uh, so there was um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Tom Holland. Okay. And the actor that plays Loki, and I can't remember what his name was. Uh, it's basically an amalgamation of... It's Tom, Tom Cumberbatch? It's not Tom Cumberbatch. No, it's uh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, But yeah. obviously, you know, it is that, isn't it? Yeah. It's <laughs> basically, I was going to say, it's like everyday, everyday generic British name... With posh surname in it, That's like right, yeah. Dave, um, Tom, nothing on Dave Gladstone. That's it, yeah, Dave Gladstone yep. batch, yeah, something like that. Isn't it? <laughs> That's all it is, isn't it? Now, them boys, them boys smashed it. Okay. So anyway, we were saying that we're not into any sports, so we don't watch any sports, and that's probably the reason why. But I was thinking, like, the probably the reason why, like, we. Because if we were probably... But then I know a lot of fat people that watch sports. And that's <laughs> all they do, man. And then there's other fat people that think, I'm going to play some darts. Yeah. Which is fair play, isn't it? Cause it's like, still a sport, though. It is, it is a sport. I'm not saying darts. it's not a sport. Yeah. I'm saying like fair play, man. They're thinking like, fuck that, man. I ain't going to go and watch... Um, I ain't going to go and play football. I'm going to I'm gonna this, do this thing that I enjoy in the pub. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to and I'm gonna be world famous off that and become a world champion off that. And anyway, I love that. So all the stuff that was sports related, yeah. we didn't watch. Because we're not into sports. But we also missed some other things which were happening in our locality. Okay. Which are literally helping our... I'm talking literally down the road stuff. Okay. So there's an African culture... African cultural summer barbecue festival, which is literally down the road. That was in Hansworth. No way, man. What was that? Is that... That wasn't carnival, wasn't it? It might have been carnival. The the Hansworth summer down... No, 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 no. It's not the carnival. Okay, cool. It was just a summer barbecue festival. Okay. 
So we missed that. Yeah. And we also there's also something else going on which is quite cultural, which is the Birmingham Festival, which you're going to talk about. Soon. Oh yeah. So basically, it's um independently run theatre festival, and it takes place. It's taking place now, and it's taking place at the Blue Orange Theatre, and everyone who comes there is basically a independent theatre company, and the reason why it's important is because. You know, like there's so many theatre companies in Birmingham, and quite a lot of them are government funded. And I said, man, I don't mean government funded; it's quite I mean arts council hmm. funded. And sometimes, I mean, most of them are funded from Birmingham city council. But these independent people, they're not, and that's so why they're funded not, from their own, their own pocket or like whatever charity, charity or sometimes or... they get arts. Sometimes they get arts funding, it's very rarely. And it's basically these guys putting on something artistically what they want to put forward, and that's something that's not being thinked by a committee or whatever. Yeah, so it's worth checking out. So we missed, we kind of missed the intro to that, but it's going on yeah. for a few weeks now. It's going weeks? for, uh, yeah, it's going on for about two weeks. So two you can weeks. Google, Google that. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think I'm going to go and watch any of the shows. Yeah, I am. Um, I think we're busy those. Well, times. I think we are definitely, yeah. man. This is the thing, and I'm just trying to, trying to get my stuff together. What else do we miss? So we also missed the Z Sandwell and Birmingham Mella. and this uh, Mella is basically a uh, festival as well, isn't it? Yeah, so it's yeah. a carnival. Well, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's wicked, man. Yeah. Um, we basically missed that again. This was down the road, Smethwick. Yeah. And it was the. You realize that someone you basically pinpointed our location now. Yeah, yeah. So they know where we so live. Exactly, man. They're gonna get like a radius diagram thing, and then yeah. figure out that look. We yeah. live right here. So Z Bemgamella is the biggest Asian music festival in Europe. Yeah. And you could have had seen music, dance, food, traditional arts, crafts, the sights, sounds, the spicy aromas of South Asian food in Victoria Park on the 14th and 15th of July but we missed it we missed it it actually started for a second day. I thought you were going to say that this podcast is sponsored by that literally sounded like an advert but but probably like this year we missed this national sporting event that was going on yeah we missed a cultural event that was going down on down the road and we missed a cultural event that is literally related to our own culture and we missed that <laughs> so when we say to people we don't do stuff is we choose not to do stuff, innit? <laughs> That's what we should call the podcast, innit? We choose not to not partake. To yeah, not to partake in the regular thing that I'm asked doing and then talk about how we missed it. Exactly. But what we have been doing, have is I just, we've been doing. Have I just revealed that the magic trick of the podcast? Which is. <laughs> oh, we call it we don't do stuff because we, we, we don't get a chance to do stuff. But it's actually, we don't like doing stuff. <laughs> we just want to just chill. No, but what have you gone to this? What have you gone to the Z Mella? Sandal and Bengamella. Ayo, the weather was wicked. Oh, I was busy and it was too hot, man. I don't think I would have gone yeah. because it's too busy, and I thought I don't think I would have been bothered to park up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, would have you gone to the African Culture Summer Barbecue Festival? Well, the same, the same issue, man. I'm like, I got things to sort out, man. I don't think I would have gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like football. And I don't like tennis. Fair so enough. Okay, cool. So anyway, the things we missed are the things that we don't even like. So what have you been doing this week? What I've been doing, literally, man. Um, same old, same old, man. Going gym. Yeah. Yeah. So how's that going? So you started to do the, oh, yeah, the started, app that I recommended, which, yeah, which was is Couch to 5K. Yeah, which was really good, man. Yeah. I, at one point, I had like, you can pick your um, instructors, shall we say. Yeah. And there was like, there got a few people from like the NHS, I think. So there's like everyday people. And then they got some celebrities on it. Yeah. And I picked Joe Wiley thinking, oh yeah, I know a voice. And I don't know, man, there must be some levels messed up in the recording. But you're literally there, da- you're, you're literally, no, it's basically dancing. You're literally there running. On the treadmill, and all you yeah. can hear is a voice going. Bah! And I, I don't thinking, even know what Joe Wiley, what she sounds like. I thought, I thought he was gonna say you don't know what a Joe Wiley is, man. She's a radio presenter. 
Oh, you mean Joanne Wiley, the English DJ, radio and TV presenter. Wow. Who's from Northampton. <laughs> that is so smooth. I think she's approximately um, uh, 50 years old, maybe. And I think she started her early career presenting a show on BBC. That radio is amazing. <laughs> no wonder they call you Wikipedia. <laughs> I think that was a pretty seamless edit, do you reckon? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, so that was amazing. Yeah, Nobody could so, tell what happened there. So yeah, so this um this app's wicked and, and you know, obviously, you know, I recommend it to anyone as well. Even if you are a runner, it just like, because I mean, I, you know, I do some running um when I'm in the gym, but this basically has upped my game a bit and is making me be more efficient in my running. Yeah. Like basically busting out. Running way faster than I was running before and doing more than I was doing And it before. definitely helps you, like, it pushes you to do it. And I, I, saw, I chose someone called Laura, who I don't even know who she is. She might be famous, so she might be one of the regular people. Yeah, but did you end up changing to... the voice? Yeah, I had to change it to yeah, Laura. Yeah, to Laura. Laura's, Laura's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit chilled out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's more chilled out, man. She's like, you can do it. Yeah. Not, not all that. I think Laura might be a runner. Is she? Like okay. an actual athlete. I feel, check who okay, it is. definitely. But um, yeah, so that was good. It's a good app. It kind of motivates you to it do does, it. So yeah. I've been using it as well. And I'm I'm on my 25 minute continuous runs now. Okay. So what week is that? Because it's a nine week so, thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So I'm on week eight. No way, man. Yeah, so I'm doing pretty well. What were you? Are you gonna? Would you? What are you gonna do after the app? Then like after the I nine think weeks, I'll probably carry on running because it gets you up to 30 minute running. Yeah. And I'll probably carry on doing 30 minute runnings. Yeah, yeah. And just see what happens from there. And try to increase my running speed. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's. I think it's been really good. Like, because we used to go running before in yeah. the park, and obviously we've been out of running for a while. And I think it's quite a good app to get you into it. So if you're not into running, it's definitely worth doing. And I think yeah. it builds you up quite nicely. Like, I found it challenging, but not challenging to a point that I feel that I can't do it. Yeah. Like it was challenging to push me, but not to stop me. If that makes sense. And the great thing as well with the app is that it it has two settings basically. And the setting is, I mean, you get to choose the speeds you want to run at, but the settings are. Um, walking pace brisk walking pace and running. running pace so it can be a jog as well yeah so if you've not if you've not done this before you can split between the two and then you get to decide how fast you want to run and how fast you can run hmm. so in the end you still have the power to do that so that's been pretty cool also using the skimble app as well yeah. which i hear um roman's been downloading as well yeah so one of our <laughs> friends obviously took our recommendation and he downloaded it and which he is, goes that the app was wicked it is good man and yeah. I, I i recommend the skimble app to a lot of people because so, there's some people who are like, oh I don't, you know i don't have time to go gym but i said look man some of these like i pay gym membership and i go and use a skimble app and i'm yeah. just doing push-ups man yeah and i'm like <laughs> you got push-up membership <laughs> exactly yeah or i'm just doing squats and thinking i mean i could do some but obviously i don't have the space yeah. but but otherwise gym's going good man and the other thing that's going good as well is um is diet as well like literally just being fully focused yeah so we're not just randomly chatting about the stuff that we've been doing these were our challenges weren't they yeah to like take up running and to eventually do a marathon and sort our food and you wanted to try being a vegetarian or a vegan yeah which which is kind of I mean, I ain't hundred percent either way for both of them. Yeah. And but I tried to go for the meat-free option. Like last time we went out. Yeah. Um, to that gourmet burger thingy. I think we're I saying would... that this one guy described it perfectly for me. It's like a like you're a flexitarian. Yeah. So basically, it means that sometimes you are a vegetarian or you're a vegan or yeah. sometimes you have having meat, but you know, like your diet doesn't have to be restricted. And sometimes I hate when people put people in boxes. Like you know, they say that um, uh, you can't be a vegetarian if you don't eat fish or yeah, this yeah. and that, whatever. Because they're using the word to describe what they're doing to other people, mm. like not to not to themselves. Like, yeah, you don't go around telling yourself that you're a vegan or a vegetarian no, today no, no. or whatever. Yeah, like you just eat, eating whatever you want yeah. based on 
how you feel that day yeah and uh, your taste and if i can like yeah, yeah that's true as well if i can stomach the food as well man like because sometimes i feel like i see meat and i think you know, like i saw an advert for kfc today man and i was like Ugh. but i was no, like oh my went. god yes i was man that, that was literally like, i had like a thing you're actually thinking that all, all i could think was that it's gonna be fatty before thinking it was gonna be meat you know what i mean yeah but i was thinking that's like too much in it i'm oh, you're making me hungry man for kfc i ain't gonna lie um but yeah so what else what else have we been doing man uh what have you been doing i've um so what did you do monday monday just got going gym i think man yeah tuesday Tuesday went to watch a film oh tuesday we went to watch um uh, hotel artemis wait but shall we chat about that later we can chat about that later we've been to watch three films this week yeah getting the maximum out of our yeah unlimited next month man next month august we're gonna push it man there's like 13 or 14 films yeah that i want to watch so if you do the math, that's uh, four weeks, four films per week. Holy sh! Okay, but that's if they come out four weeks out, four, four films at a time. Because what if they just release them all at the same time or what? Yeah, August. Okay, that's gonna be a crazy month, though, man. Yeah, that's gonna be good, man. But anyway, I got loads of work to do as well. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I also recorded a bonus episode. Yeah, which so, I heard. Yeah, so this was the first bonus episode that we've published. Because we recorded a couple of bonus episodes, but we didn't publish them because, uh, for various reasons. Mm. And um, so this was one of the bonus episodes that um, I did and I published. And it's basically me interviewing uh, somebody I met at a conference. And uh, it was quite interesting, quite funny. And uh, so this person's listened to a few of our podcasts and uh, she said that she wanted to be on there as well. And um, so I, th- I think it was, it's quite a good recording. I had quite a, quite a good laugh. No, having it was a guest and uh, chatting to someone else and finding... seeing what they do and the things they don't do. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought it's quite like uh, it's quite interesting. But it turned out that this girl did actually even less than what we do, which Wait, was yeah. I mean, I, I was listening to the podcast. It sounded cool. So yourself and Sabrina, it's, yeah, it sounded really good. Like, and I found um, the thing I really did like because I think she's talking about Dubai and yeah. she said that quote about in people saying Dubai that. If you if you want to be somebody, you drive around a Ferrari. Yeah. But if you are somebody, you drive yeah. around Lamborghini. Yeah. And I was thinking that that can only ever happen in Dubai. In Dubai yeah. <laughs> you know, in any, any part of the world, people are like if you want to be somebody, you can be who you want to yeah. be. And it, the the idea <laughs> of with the thingy comes with the small print. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, with the whole thing about like for some reason, not like I mean, I, I like Dubai as a destination, as a holiday destination, but. When I tell people that, the first thing they say to me is, oh, that's too materialistic for me. Hmm. Yeah, that person's probably wearing designer stuff, like, yeah. head to toe. And if they went to Dubai, they'd love it, because yeah. it'll be right up their street. But whereas me, I'm not really that much into designer stuff, but I still like Dubai. And the reason yeah. why I think I like it is because it's like... It's, it's extravagant, isn't it, basically? Well, it's, it's extravagant as well, but in the sense that it's... Um, it's less trashy, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like your uh, Lanzarotes. Exactly, yeah. Or your Benadoms, isn't yeah. it? But I mean, it was good. So, like, you know, like, recording the episode and listening to what her point of view of things that are happening. And uh, I, th- I think she was trying to, like, have this Birmingham versus uh, Bradford thing going on. And which, she, she mentioned that thing that, which kind of annoys us sometimes, where, like, the media always portrays Birmingham yeah. as a gang, gun violent place all the time. All the time. And we yeah. were saying this Every recently. Because um, yeah. you, you pointed this out recently with, uh, like, we had Huff, Huffington Post come to Birmingham. Yeah. And I was there like, oh, okay, you know, 
So Huffington Post is like an online newspaper kind of thing, is it? Yeah, and they generally most of the national newspapers always in what London. They always yeah. like it's always London news everywhere mm. here or there. Um, and I don't know for some reason I was being optimistic, thinking that okay, a newspaper from outside the city is going to come yeah. and report on things that are happening in yeah. Birmingham. And they but had yeah, a, yeah, once again they had a they had a promoted tweet, which obviously would have gone to everyone in Birmingham. So yeah. that's why they promoted it on Twitter. And they were basically talking about gang violence. And it was like one of their first articles about Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And that's what they went for. And we, we're not saying that. I mean, obviously, it's a it's a big thing. And it's something that, you know, needs to be addressed. But at the same time, you know, it's it's not what the city's about. Yeah. There's so many other that, aspects. That, that, that kind of stuff about gang violence and all the rest of it, that happens in any major city. Yeah. Like, you know, like it probably happens in up north and everywhere. Like, yeah. You know, like that's... It's kind of like the cultural thing, and it's quite a cool thing. But you know what? Yeah, like we were talking, we're talking about this gang violence stuff. Yeah, mm. like we see it as a negative thing, and it's portrayed as a negative thing in, um, uh, in Birmingham. Mm. And with, with, without any bullshitting around, yeah, it's because it's the brown people, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's because it's ethnic people that are doing it. Whereas you were telling me earlier today that they're making a movie about the fucking Hatton Garden yeah. robbery well that's because the thing because it was like old white people that yeah if it's oh if it's just white people so if yeah. it's if it's white if it's white crime is going to be made into a movie yeah and we've had this with many a times with all the American films anytime it's always um you know Wolf, Wolf on Wall Street yeah you know that guy was a uh, criminal was a, was a criminal and apparently a horrible person as well yeah um, he gets he gets a movie made out of him starring Leonardo DiCaprio directed by Martin Scorsese a person of colour commits a crime they get incarcerated yeah, them and the whole family, the religion, everything. Yeah, everything yeah. everyone gets um, sent to prison. Mm. And there's another film as well uh, called um, American Animals that's gonna be that's gonna come out as well. And once again, it's the same thing. It's um, just you know white people going to commit a crime, but it's hey, let's make a movie about this. Yeah. And there's another film gonna come out in December um, called White Boy Rick. Yeah, which is basically about um, it's actually starring your favorite actor this time, Who is the it? real Matthew McConaughey. All oh, right, <laughs> and not his lookalike. Um, and it's about Matthew McConaughey's son who goes and starts, um, you know, dealing drugs, but then becomes an informant for the F- FBI, or whatever. Or and then yeah. he's gonna get a movie made out of it because yeah. it happened to be a white a white yeah. kid. And they always show how like this person had a change of heart and yeah. deep down they were a good person and blah 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 whatever, right? But it is frustrating, isn't it, when you see that? It is because, because you know like, you see like somebody would like commit a crime, yeah, and they're not part. They might not even be part of a gang. They might just be saying they're part of a gang because mm. they just want to feel like they belong to something. That's it, yeah. And like the media just portray it as like there's this like mysterious underground gang that's going on in Birmingham, yeah, and it's like an organized crime thing, which really is just some one dickhead who mm. thinks they're they're slick in it, basically, mm. yeah. And but that's the thing that like that, that's the thing that really like pisses me off, man. Like in terms mm. of there's so many positive things happening in the city and there's so many communities and people working together mm. you know making things happen but yet you know that's not going to get sold and it's it comes down to that narrative yeah that what, what what people want to sell yeah and you know some of the biggest some of the bigger um thingies are guilty of this man birmingham the birmingham mail is guilty of this as well yeah you know it's it always reports on certain issues but never rest of the certain issues yeah you know i was um i saw one of these um I tweeted about this as well. So the the article or the magazine's called That's Life. Yeah. So you know that's something you say to someone, Oh, it's tough, is it? Yeah. That's life. Yeah. This had the most horrendous like articles or yeah. headlines. <clears throat> yeah. It was just it was horrible. Mm. And 
you know, if that was now, if that was a person of color that doing these heinous um things, yeah, that would be front page news or tabloid, yeah, tabloid. Um, but this this wasn't all. This was basically some uh, crappy. Um, magazine that you read magazine lunchtime that, yeah, yeah lunchtime magazine that yeah. you read there that's going to be at some some, some doctor surgery where the staff's going to be looking around saying oh it's just about easy reading isn't it yeah uh, no it's not and they, say, um, and, they, and they have this thing where like send us £150 for send us your story and we'll give you £150 yeah and like people come out with this like elaborate nasty ass story yeah which is just like despicable and you just look at it and think what the fuck was going on with that person's life yeah, yeah, yeah and they always make out like whoever the person was the criminal was innocent or something and it like you know like he or the, the thing is they basically they just say oh it's just just that one person yeah. that one person in, in the individually that mm-hmm. um and it never comes down to oh is it a cultural issue is yeah. it a community issue you know what is everyone else in the community saying hmm. that? but if obviously if it's a person of color then then we have to have those um caveats attached to us but we don't we know we don't have to but that's the um let's keeping it real and keeping it raw part of the yeah. podcast which we Do always you always know need to how did we even get to this part of the conversation i don't know but this is this is <laughs> anyway, it this is we, what it is we, we, but we, no we it's i'm happy uh, that we did get here because oh yeah it's because i recorded that bonus episode with uh sabrina yeah and she was saying i always hear about all these horrible things happening in birmingham and nothing good ever happens in Birmingham, which I was like, that is not true. But it's that yeah. as as we, as we keep saying as well. Sorry to yeah. keep going back on this um, because you uh, most of our listeners are probably listening to this probably feel the same way anyway. Or if not, send us a tweet. Um, but yeah, Bradford's always got the most thing uh, thing of it as well. Yeah, they get it as well. Yeah, yeah. they always get mm. it. But yeah, it, um, back to your thing. The bonus episode was good. It was funny. And yeah, I can't yeah, wait so to hear gonna, some more. Yeah, so we're definitely trying to get some more guests in there. You're working on a couple of people. Yeah. There's a few people that who I've chatted to and they want to... So these are people who have listened to the show and they've said that they want to be on the episode as well. And uh, so it, it'll just basically give us a bit of an idea of like the different people around in Birmingham. And this is another yeah. reason why like... we it, It's it's not that we wanted to become this, but we were showcasing other people in Birmingham that we don't normally get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Either because they're too scared or... <laughs> or not even that. Like... No, not too scared to be in Birmingham. Don't get the wrong idea. To get to be too scared to be on a podcast. Well, they yeah. wouldn't normally be interested. They wouldn't in normally... Or they yeah. wouldn't normally get on a podcast. Because sometimes some people don't promote things that need to be promoted. Yeah. But yeah. But what... anyway, that's that section done, man. I kind of felt that was a bit too deep, man. Do you think so? I think it's fine, man. I yeah, think that's what you need, man, to wake, up on your, to wake up on your Monday morning. Exactly, man. I kind of feel that somebody could take little sound bites out of that and say, oh, but you said this. I mean, next week or tomorrow, I might have a completely different opinion about it. I don't care, man. Yeah. If you're going to record this and use this as... Um, <laughs> use this against me, um, whoever you are, let me know. Let me know in advance so I can <laughs> I'll talk give you a clear it. recording. Yeah, I'll give you a clear recording. A better recording. I'll give you a transcript of it. <laughs> but no, it's Anyway, it's so true. we yeah. have been doing other stuff. Yeah. Which we'll move on. And uh, what we did was we watched three movies this week. So we watched, um, uh, not in no particular order, we watched Skyscraper. I think we should go in order, innit? Okay, so we watched Hotel Artemis. Yeah. We watched Incredibles 2. And we watched Sky- Skyscraper. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to do any spoilers. Yeah. So we're literally just going to do a brief summary. Brief summary and possibly our reactions and yeah. uh, give our verdict on it as well. And just say what we thought was good. Yeah, yeah. Each cool. other films. 
So um, the first film we watched was so Hotel Artemis. It's been out for a few months in for a month nearly, hasn't it? In, in America. America. Yeah, yeah. And all the movies have been delayed, and that's why you were saying that a lot of the movies are coming out late in August. Yeah, yeah. Because the World, World Cup, Cup. Yeah. yeah. So we went to watch Hotel Artemis. What was your general impression of it? I, I liked it, man. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good as well. I thought it was. Um, uh... <laughs> Try not to read your notes. <laughs> huh? Try not to read your notes. You, you're reading my notes and just saying what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought, liked it. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was good. I thought that the movie was interesting enough. I liked the characters in the um, um, the film. Yeah. I thought the setup was quite good. I liked the way that it opened up. And I liked the way that the story progressed as well. Yeah. And I liked the characters in there. And um, we'll talk about some of the actors in there. But what did you think? I think, no, I, I like, as I said, I agree with you on the most of the things you're saying. So I liked it. I don't think you got that much of a good critics review, but... I, I liked it I mean some people would liken it to John Wick and I could see why and that's what I think I also liked about it as well yeah so the, the reason it's similar to John Wick is because this movie is basically um, uh, it's a hospital yeah. for gangsters but it's a private hospital where you have to pay membership and only some people are allowed to be in there and the movie is basically set in the future so is it set in like uh, 2028 so it's 10 years so basically, it's um, potentially what our NHS could become. Yeah, private. With this, yeah, with yeah. this uh, new Tory minister. Yeah, but um, um, so it's say, say in twenty twenty eight. But do you not think that some of the technology was a bit too advanced for ten years? It was because there was some technology in the hospital that was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, like some of the yeah. I don't want to spoil what it is. Yeah. And then you think to yourself that I mean, if they're still saying the present day, yeah. But then this is the issue that we have. If you say in the present day, then it would be closer to John Wick. Yeah. So in John Wick, the reason I'm saying it's close is because in John Wick, in the John Wick franchise, there was a hotel. Yeah. Or a, yeah, a hotel, wasn't it? A hotel. Called yeah. the Continental. Yeah. And that had similar rules and regulations. And you could literally buy anything that you need being uh, an assassin or a hitman. Yeah. And uh, you could use your tokens. Again, it was membership only. Yeah. And you can't kill anyone as yeah. well. So you can't turn so, up the hotel. Yeah. So that's why it had a similar theme to it. But I think overall it was good, man. I think who was your favorite character? Out I think I like I like Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, um, he was good. He was the main guy. Yeah, Jodie Foster as well. Dave Bautista. Like Dave, yeah. I was watching that and thinking Dave Bautista, man. Like he is wicked. Yeah. I think I love about him is he his characters are like yeah his his characters are great, man. They're like yeah. they're funny and he was funny, man. I yeah. thought he delivered his lines well. He was had loads of good scenes. There was a few scenes that he had by himself, and he yeah. was. Really good. Like it's, his monologue was all yeah, funny, yeah. weren't they? Like to himself. Um, yeah, Jodie Foster, um, Sophia Butel, Butelia, Butella, Butelia. She yeah. was good as well. Um, Charlie Day. He kind of remind me. Charlie Day is the same guy from uh, if you haven't seen Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. Was the same guy. Spoiler alert for Pacific Rim Uprising. Mm. He does something weird with the with the bad guy. Yeah, and he kind of felt like the same character had come out of that Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah, and it would have been interesting because his yeah. eye was messed up as well. I was thinking, oh, this is pretty cool. And obviously, um, my favorite character, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Fa- favorite actor, sorry, Jeff Goldblum. My yeah. favorite character, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. So he was playing uh, the Wolf King. Yeah, which was and pretty cool. His son, Wolf King, was uh, Zachary Quinto, who was who plays. Uh, he's in the Star Trek franchise. Spock. As a Spock, and he's also. Uh, Soiler in he what was. used to be my favourite uh, favourite uh, TV series Heroes 
but then the writer's strike happened, didn't it? Yeah, and just completely ruined that. No, but the writer's strike, the writer's strike didn't ruin the thingy. What ruined it was the people weren't paying the writers enough. <laughs> That's what ruined it. Exactly. Yeah. It. But I tell you what, Sophia Butella was also in uh, Star Trek, wasn't she? Y- was she? I think she was. You know, she, I know she was in the Mummy. No, she was definitely in Star Trek. You know, I think she played that um uh, the lady with the the white face. I think so. You know, not a white woman. For you think we're racist? Yeah, she was in Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, she was Jailer. Oh no yeah, way! The warrior. Yeah, I thought she was. And it, no, she's yeah, wicked she though because she's like um no no she she was awesome. I didn't yeah. like her in the Mummy remake with Tom Cruise though. No, that was shit, innit? it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to like the Mummy remake because mm. it had everything that I liked. Exactly. Tom yeah. Cruise. The Mummy, hmm. Sofia Butella. <laughs> what but I think overall the performances for Hotel Artemis were good. I recommend and it. They were man. Great. I would definitely recommend it, and I think I would watch it again. Yeah, but not straight away because yeah. it wasn't that amazing. Yeah, but yeah, but how many? This is finally we can give it. Um, how many Michelin stars will you give this Hotel Artemis or this restaurant? You basically, we, you know, you're asking what what is the CQC rating for this hospital? Okay. Yeah, I'd give it um uh, overall good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overall good. And uh we're gonna turn up for another inspection. Yeah. In uh no in about six months. Exactly. And, and quizian stuff that's probably not important or relevant. Yeah. But anyway, so I think I love Dazales though. And it's that translates a, to like uh three and a half stars, maybe? I could do it, but I also liked um uh, yeah, Dave Batista's character. And I was thinking, what the like most of it was based on the NHS toilet. Yeah. If I like they had the rules and regulations. Yeah. And you can't assault or abuse the staff. Yeah. Fair enough, isn't it? And there's one line, I don't want to keep saying it, but it just made me laugh when he was like, yeah. Which Probably one? in the trailer, isn't it? Okay, I can say it now. So that it's, a, uh, I'm a healthcare care. professional. Yeah. And that was just, that was that hilarious. This badge means I'm a healthcare professional, yeah. so you have to respect me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was good, man. I enjoyed it. I think, I think out of the, we'll rank the films in order at the yeah. end, but... I think cool. that one I would definitely and then recommend and we'll definitely watch again. And then what did you do you on Wednesday? I just chilled on Wednesday. Wednesday we didn't watch the football. We didn't watch and football. And I went up to Bradford. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Nothing. Nothing. Do it swing gym. Done some weights, man. Finally got into some weight routine. Yeah. And Friday. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I think on Fridays we're going gym as well, aren't we? So yeah. that's why we if we ain't doing anything, we're going gym, man, which is awesome. And then Saturday, Saturday morning, man. Oh yeah, so Saturday morning we went to watch um, Incredibles too. Oh man, it was tough, man. It was tough getting up at ten o'clock. Was it? For well, a... we had to get up earlier. We the had to get up early, 10, yeah. yeah. So we had to get up early, and before I'm thinking, like before we even got there, I'm thinking, oh my god, you know what? Not a good move, man, because ten o'clock, Saturday, yeah. opening weekend, it's gonna be packed with kids. Kids, yeah. We get there, and, and there was no kids. no kids, yeah. But I will tell you why I think there was no kids there. One because it was in three D. Mm. So, parents aren't gonna really pay extra for three D because the kids probably won't even put it on. And secondly, I don't think the summer holidays have started yet. Oh, okay. I think they're starting next week. Okay, yeah, yeah. So people are probably thinking they might have the whole tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, there was loads of people, loads of older people there, innit? There was, yeah. So, so there was a lot of um, uh, adults. It's but yeah, it was pretty good. Like um, incredible to going at yeah going at that time. So yeah, Incredible Two was is obviously a, a sequel to the first in film, uh, first film Incredibles, which came out fourteen years ago. Yeah. Uh, what What was you doing fourteen years ago, man? I was at uni. I don't even remember, you know. I was at uni, and I went to watch the first Incredibles film, and I was like, okay, this this was okay. Yeah. But then rewatched it, and then I appreciated it a bit more, hmm. probably because I, I knew what to look for. So Incredible Two is a direct sequel 
to the first film, The Incredibles mm. film. And it's a superhero film about a family, or is it a family film which happen to be superheroes? I think it's a family film that they happen to be superheroes. Yeah. Incredibles two anyway. Which is which is awesome. Yeah. Um, Incredibles one was was a really good film though. Yeah. yeah. After watching it second time around, I think I appreciate yeah. it. I think and it was it, at a time when there wasn't many superhero films out. That's why it was good. So yeah. So then when it came yeah. out, it was like wow, this is like really good. And this is what I liked about Incredibles two. Um, I once again a great film. Definitely recommend it. Definitely would watch it again. Yeah. After a while, um, you know what I loved about it was that the the characters the way the characters are shown the story and the character interaction and the relationships it seemed real in it were, were really good yeah like the whole like for me like Jack Jack mm. for me he stole the show like it was his yeah. it was his film and that's what I loved about it so, but all the other um, characters were really good as well um, Violet Dash um, Frozone was good as well yeah um, obviously uh, I was going to call her Mrs. Incredible Elastigirl uh, Elastigirl yeah. Elastigirl like she was wicked as well yes sexist I know yeah. yeah and Mr. Incredible was was cool as well and it's yeah. great to see the role reversal uh, you know in the first film um, Elastigirl's at home looking after the kids and Mr. Incredible's going out yeah but here it's switched around don't want to talk too much about it the new but, characters are yeah. cool as well okay. you, you've done a pro- it's like your proper Red Van you know so it's- no it's fine cool so anyway like generally speaking the things that you haven't added like um, the intro music was so good like yeah. it started off like it was a real spy Mission Impossible style film James Bond like you know like a James Bond yeah. so I, I was looking and thinking oh my god this seems so good and the reason why like that was important to me because it was like it's an animation it's a cartoon it's yeah. aimed at children but it still had that element in there which was basically like it was interesting enough for adults to watch as well yeah and like you know like this is the good thing about like uh, Disney and uh, Pixar that they always try to make sure that it's appeals to both in it yeah to like their parents or whoever's watching it as well I mean it's amazing how like this is what we also love about the things like what Pixar um, do as well because directed by Brad Bird yeah and Brad Bird's done quite a lot of good films well, but Brad Bird also used to work as a creative consultant on The Simpsons as well mm. and the thing I love about obviously what we said about Pixar and something of The Simpsons as well is that you could watch something and go back years later when you're older yeah watch it again and you'll be laughing at different jokes yeah and I think this is the great thing with Pixar, what they do. So mm. if you got little ones, or you know, take them to watch it because they're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, you go watch it as well. You're gonna enjoy, enjoy it, as well. it for different reasons. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, the overall look of the film, we had this like '60s futuristic look. Yeah. Yeah. It was it '60s or '70s? '60s. I don't know. It, it was cool though. Whatever yeah. it was, it was cool. And so it definitely had like an artistic style to it, which yeah. uh, which stood out, and it was like it was really good. I was watching the film, and I was thinking, you know what, this could easily be. I mean, it was animated, but this could easily. The characters are so real and human. Yeah. Like that's what I loved about it. I mean, that even like the animation-wise, like you could really tell that yeah. there was definite like upgrades in the way they did the animation. Mm. So, but I mean, like the action scenes were so good. Some of them, yeah. Like some of the action scenes were amazing, especially they? with Elastigirl. Yeah. And you know, you seeing things that she's doing with a stretchy power, um, with yeah. a stretchy power ability. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, how the hell did Fox mix, 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 yeah, I can't even say the word. <laughs> mess up. Uh, yeah. How the hell did Fox mess up Fantastic. the Fantastic Four in it? Yeah. And with which the abilities in it. Mr. Elastic in there. <laughs> yeah. Which has got What's Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, who's yeah. an elastic dude. And it's just... But here you can see the care and attention given to how the people are going to use their powers. Yeah. But yeah, so else you want to add? But I mean, the, the things I didn't like about it, like some bits were predictable. Yeah. And uh, there were some bits which... 
Uh, you kind of knew where it was going, basically. Like, you yeah. could tell, like, what was going to happen. But, I mean, it didn't take you away too much from it. Because it is a kid's movie. Like, there's only a certain amount of people that were introduced. So, you know that who's going to be the bad guys and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, that bit was predictable. But I did actually like the name of the um, uh, the main bad guy. The screen slaver. Yeah. And I also like the first bad guy who was called Underminer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he undermines people. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like this, the Incredibles, they got some of the superhero names are so funny. Because I think one they had last time in Incredibles 1, which I loved, was Bomb Voyage. Yeah. And he was one of the bad guys who used bombs. And he yeah. was from France. Yeah, so yeah. So that, that, I love that as well. And um, also, Frozone was good, didn't it? So we yeah. saw more of him as well. And uh, his his dynamic with the family was good as well. Like, he yeah. wasn't just there for the sake of being there. So his uncle, in it? Like, like, he was literally, like, he was part of their family. So I would was, love like, to see with Frozen. Um, and Disney, Pixar got a lot of slack about this as well. Because someone was saying that... Because another thing, what you know, is what Incredibles 2 is lacking is women of colour. Yeah. And, you know, they get... the uh, Frozen's missus is in there, but she's literally just a voice. Yeah. And then someone made a comment and one of the Pixar people said, oh, yeah, but it, he sounds funnier off screen. Hmm. But, you know... I, I kind of get it. Like, it was a funny joke because, mm. like, she can just hear, hear her shouting. Complaining, but I think yeah. it was like a, a continuation of a joke from the previous one. Yeah. So I, did, I didn't mind that so much. But, I mean, there were some, like, new superheroes that were introduced. And some of those could have been, um, like, potentially people of colour who yeah. were... Um, uh, had more screen time exactly yeah. or, or even women of yeah. colour and it's just like it always feels yeah. like they've got that one like diversity higher which in this case is Frozen and that's mm. all they need Yeah, but I think they, they should do that because you know they should have they need to have that so that's yeah. what you know there's definitely going to be a Incredibles 3 that's what needs to be Incredibles 3 yeah. and it doesn't need to be there because oh, um, people are complaining about it but they should put it in there for because the actors are good exactly yeah, yeah like the actors are good and there's like other people watching it Mm. who relate to these movies and not because of like it's not a tick box exercise it's because mm. those people are good actors and if you give mm. them the opportunities yeah that they can can bring to showcase what they can bring because this is what reminds me of i've watching i'm sorry watching that steven universe program yeah. about them and there's this lady in there who plays um a superhero called granite and i've been listening to the voice and i'm thinking this voice sounds wicked mm. google it and it's estelle the singer Estelle from uh, London hmm. and she's just doing a voiceover work and then I looked at most of the cast and like a lot of the cast is made up of people like women hmm. of colour especially hmm. and it's another misrepresented thingy and what you always have is in animation is when you do get characters of colour or women of colour those hmm. played by a, a white person or a white woman hmm. Um, even in Incredibles 2 because you know like I did what sorry even in Incredibles 2 yeah. even in Incredibles 2 there's a older character Edna Mode yeah who's voiced by the director Brad Bird now, fair enough whatever but imagine that you know you could give a work or credit to an older female actor who would never who would basically the people have already um, uh, taken off screen because you know she's she's gone too old I'm saying yeah. in air quotes you know why not give her that not give her that but why not audition for that why not get that into the mix yeah why not hmm. but sorry he's gonna say something I was gonna say that like you know like talking about uh, white actors mm. doing playing parts of ethnic roles like I didn't know that the dude from Short Circuit yeah the guy what was his name I can't remember his name but yeah the um, yeah, uh, the, yeah, Indian the main guy, guy. from yeah. Short Circuit I didn't know that that was played by a white actor yeah that's crazy I only it? found out like literally either this year or last year 
So I did not know that at all. Even um uh, you know we like we like uh, yeah. Bojack Horseman and the lady um Danielle Diane Young. Yeah. It's played by a um a, a white woman. So yeah. she's presented as a woman of color. Yeah. And I thought wicked because I I really like you know I just wanted to see who she was. And it's not hard, you know, put the right people in the parts and get that representation there yeah. on screen and behind the screen so especially for voice work. Okay, so yeah, sorry. What would you give? Uh, how many? How many Incredibles would I give it? Uh, not how many Incredibles. How many Frozone stars will you give it? Frozone stars. What do they call it? Icicles? No. Icicles? No. How many? I got. I got. I got a better one. How many cookies would you give it? <laughs> how many cookies would I give it? I would give it four and a half cookies. I think. I'm, yeah, I'd easily go with it. Yeah. Um, four and a half man. Yeah, I think the 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 bits that I didn't like was because some bits were predictable, but yeah. I think overall it's a good movie. Enjoyed it. Like had a pretty yeah. good time with it. Okay, so the last film that we watched. The last film, saving the best till last, skyscraping the bottom of the barrel. The barrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is skyscraper? You want to do this one? Yeah, yeah. could do. So it's basically the Rock's third movie in this the year? last seven, eight months, maybe. Oh, because he also yeah. done. I done Rampage and he done Jumanji. Baywatch. Oh, he did Baywatch as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So and Rock's been did, everywhere. Yeah, he done Rampage, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Skyscraper. And if you're saying that he's done Baywatch as well. Yeah. Sure, Baywatch was like in the last eight months. Oh, was it last year? I can't that remember. That might have been a few, that, a few years ago. He's done everything. But anyway, so it was his third movie. And uh, a lot of people were making comparisons to this with uh, Die Hard. Yeah, which but I haven't seen. I haven't. You haven't seen Die Hard? The first one. Yeah. I've seen Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay, but you haven't seen the first Die Hard? Nah. I think I've seen it. I'll say I think I've seen it because it came out in like the eighties or something. And I don't recall it. I I remember the remember the the game on PS PS One. No, I don't remember that either. That PS game used to be wicked, man. So basically, you go through all the Dar trilogies. Yeah. But anyway, so Karen, Skyscraper. No, and um, so you 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 go through the first Dar game, and it's like um a shoot a shooting game, like a yeah. just a first person shooter. Oh yeah, like an arcade classic yet. arcade mm-hmm. game. The second hard game was uh, you running around, yeah. and the third hard game with Samuel Jackson, yeah, and um, that's a link to uh, Incredibles too. Oh, Incredibles is a driving game, hmm. but anyway, that that was that. That was your Die Hard section of it. Yeah, so Die Hard came in uh, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, okay. Yep, and the release date here, I think, in United Kingdom was nineteen eighty-nine. Holy shit! Back in the day, we used to get films late. We see them like. 12 months late or something. 6 months in it yeah. yeah something like that it used to be uh, that used to be horrible don't it yeah but it's not like you was gonna download it off the internet was you that's true it'd probably it? take you 12 months to download it yeah <laughs> and them speeds in it yeah exactly so anyway so yeah there's a comparison to that but I mean overall the story wasn't great at all I thought it was uh, just a really basic yeah. generic storyline The Rock was obviously playing a big muscular dude in car keys who gets when I mean car keys I mean like the khakis color, yeah khaki colors yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, he gets uh, he, he gets messy in the film so yeah. he gets loads of like dirt and shrapnel and cuts bits and blood all over him yeah and he's on a mission to save his family mm. from this that could be any rock that could be any film yeah okay and um, yeah so he's playing a father in this film who happens to be a disabled so he's got vet yeah, veteran yeah. veteran you know well, see when you said disabled vet I was like is animals? that rampage <laughs> animals yeah so he's basically so the main selling point for skyscraper was that he's he's got um 
is it am- amputation? Yeah, so the amputee. Amputee, yeah. yeah. So he's going to amputee on his leg, and that's something that's holding. No, that's something that's uh, depowering. Well, kind of depowering, yeah. but he used it to his advantage. Yeah. Um, okay, initial thoughts. It was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, if you got a Cineworld card like us guys, yeah, go and watch it. You know, it's a couple hours, whatever. But the thing was that throughout the whole film, I was entertained. Yeah. Like the I action was, was fine. Yeah. It was good. I did kind of feel like you wanted The Rock to succeed. Definitely, yeah. And there was bits in the film though where like The Rock would do something and he would like, you think, oh, thank God, like that worked out. Mm. But in the film, there's also the audience there who were like, oh, also watch. So we were watching an audience Reaction. in a movie. Yeah. Reacting to it, which was kind of trying to make it was trying to make us connect with the film, so we feel that The Rock made it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we know The Rock's gonna make it because yeah. it's The Rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's and some of the action scenes that he was doing, and they were unbelievable. But I was sitting there thinking, I believe it because I know The Rock could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Now it's just now I just want to watch a film where it's just The Rock and it's basically um, uh, some sort of like documentary thing in it. Yeah. Or he starts off like a mockumentary. And then it's just him just doing action things. Because you're going to believe that. <laughs> the Rock could do it, yeah. yeah. But anyway, there was a lot of um, good action in there. They had... Um, uh, it was based in Hong Kong. Yeah. So, which also meant there was a lot of um, Chinese and uh, Asian actors in there. Do you think it was... Um, it must have been a joint production. It has to be. I it? think it was a joint production. But again, man, it sounds like we're just banging on about the same thing. Why did they not use the Chinese actors more? Like, you know, like why were they I not think... some of the main actors? Why were they just like secondary actors? We didn't really know much about the the actors there either or like you know like their stories wasn't yeah weren't developed enough um but the the bits that the chinese actors and uh some of the other asian actors that they had they were really funny weren't they yeah they were really good like, i think was, they they done most as probably as much as it i don't know could was, based on yeah, the storyline yeah, you mean yeah 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 no that, i think i think that could have been better man mm. yeah I because think, sorry um i because i was thinking okay like could you would you change your the Rock's wife would you make make the Rock's wife Chinese yeah like would that help I don't know no I don't think that would have helped really but the fact that it was basically so you know the Rock and his family come to Hong Kong and they don't yeah. live long that kind of fit, fitted into the story I'm guessing yeah and then everyone else around him is just people mm. working in thingy which is yeah. okay I, I I really got annoyed but I like the fact that they had some in there and like, I really like the 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 actors and like the fact that they had quite subtitling hmm. and they didn't have to just say it all in English that was good but I mean overall yeah like in this movie like the action wasn't great but some of the conversation and the dialogue yeah was so movie talk yeah. like it was like movie conversations that people have and they were just like it was it was the it, dialogue it was clunky fake, and it, yeah. yeah clunky and fake and not how people were talking yeah. in real life it, it, it was balls man some of it was but I mean overall like I said it was entertaining enough innit? it hmm. but I think there was something that I said. So I walked out of that movie saying it was great. <laughs> I didn't really. Did you know? I thought it was okay. Yeah. So anyway, do you think it's the end of Rock's career? I think it's a bit of a tough one because I got a feeling that what he's done is he's, he's just... It's great, man, that he's working and he's doing stuff. But then what happens is when you start saying yes to everything, then that's kind of like... I don't know, man. Like, people might get bored of him. People, at one point it used to be like you get the rock into a film because he's going to turbocharge your franchise yeah done it with the Fast and Furious he so turbocharged was, that yeah done it with um, G.I. Joe Retaliation yeah he turbocharged that you know if, you, if something's failing you get the rock in he's going to build it up 
Don't it was like refreshing to see The Rock in yeah. the films, but like now it's like a lot of the films seem to be the the made for The Rock. Yeah, and the, it seems like the script's been written for The Rock, and no other actor could play it. And if The Rock wasn't there, yeah, it wouldn't be a good film at all. And that, to be honest, that's just that's poor, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Like it needs to be good enough. The story needs to be good enough that any actor can do it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be The Rock, and then The Rock adds his. Acting yeah. ability, his flair, his what his all that adds his stuff it, to yeah. him, yeah, and makes but something else. If it's just written around the rock, yeah, then it's boring. Michael Caine it? said, um, "It's always had this interesting quality." He said, um, "The, the, and an, uh, an actor would change himself for the role. A yeah. movie star will change the role for himself, yeah, to fit I him. him in, yeah, and hmm. but I think like." Yeah, I think definitely it feels it feels like that, and I know this film coming out, um, Hobbs and Shaw, um, it's a spin off for the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm. I mean that that has to be good. I mean that has to be good because if that flops, and then it's, it's kind of going to feel like it's going to feel like the Rock. Yeah. Some and I really movies. like I yeah. really like the Rock. I mean, this is what made me want to come watch this because it was Rock in uh, in a in a diehard situation. Yeah, and, you know, and he's missing a leg as well, which I kind of felt like one is getting one is getting actor. He's actually got an actual. He's an actual amputee. Yeah. Because sometimes you know they only ever get played get to play zombies, or um. Now correct me if I'm wrong. If you see an actor who's playing something, an an actor with an amputee, you know, what's it called a disabled actor? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Let, let us know. But you know, if they're playing a zombie or they're playing um, you know, someone who's uh, a vet. In a yeah. worse like situation. They're, they're, they're playing a negative role sometimes, isn't it? Or like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Role, or yeah. sometimes, or they just playing what someone else is why not get someone because then when the stunts are happening you're like holy shit this person actually has an amputee and they're actually doing this yeah you know they're holding on to that thingy and they've got I don't know uh, immense physical upper body strength exactly yeah, yeah. because you know, they probably will have and like some people do yeah exactly yeah but anyway if the person did have uh, any support or any help he would have been offered by duct tape mm. so duct tape features heavily in this film yeah and I gotta make sure I'm saying right because sometimes I feel like I'm saying duct tape, but we mean duct, duct tape. Duct tape, yeah. So I think it was duct tape listed as one of the um, sponsors, uh, actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was is a star in Roland. That kind of reminds me of you know that Simpsons episode when he goes into Homer goes into space. Yeah. And he's like the the victory it was the rod. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rod. This inanimate carbon carbon rod. That's what it felt like. Was the it? employee of the month? Yeah. And it is that. Yeah. So duct tape feels features quite heavily into. But anyway, so let's start doing some ranking here. So I said that the this was like the third film that's come out yeah, in the last the rock. seven, eight months. So out of uh, Rampage, Jumanji and Skyscraper. Hold on. Before we do that, how many levels will you give? Because huh. it's a tower, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, Skyscraper. Um, I'd give it... You know what? Thinking about it, I'd probably give it... I don't want to use halves, but I'll go with three levels. Three? Three levels, I yeah. think probably two. Two levels, okay. Yeah. And three levels mainly because um one of the the bad guys I think she she was pretty cool man yeah she was what was her name again uh, was it Hannah it was Hannah something but she was awesome uh Hannah Quinn Levin yeah she was pretty cool and I really liked the guy who played the the police officer as well and like I don't know it was great to see the officer who was who was on the ball. Hmm. 
as well. I felt Underwent something. like uh, idiots in it. Yeah. And uh, Nev Campbell as well. She was calling her as well. Yeah. She screamed. Hey. Nah. So no, she was, she was good. good. She had like quite a good um, uh, role in there actually. Yeah. So she had like... She, uh, she was a surgeon. Yeah. Did she also serve in Afghanistan? Yeah. 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 So she had like... So she had uh, military yeah. experience as well. And which is good as well because that... And then I was thinking, what if it was... What if it was her... In the skyscraper and, and it did just, all the stuff. Why didn't they just do that? Exactly. And yeah. not have the rocking. And the whole thing is that, you know, everyone's there thinking... Because she was a bit like a damsel in distress kind of situation because she had the kids with her. Yeah. But she still could have mm-hmm. had, because from her military experience, she still could have taken him out a fair chunk in it. Mm-hmm. And then the rock would have went there and done his bit as well. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, even when the idea of like... Oh, it's getting into spoilers. But there were some bits in the movie which she could have led on. And it would have been more interesting mm. because they both had military experience. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But see, another thing was that like um, when I think this is what we're saying that it was written for the Rock in it. Yeah, yeah. It was that like literally the Rock is saying that um, most of these action scenes I could do with one hand, mm. one hand behind my back, and they thought, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's try you with one leg. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It was, just, it was that ridiculous it seemed. I don't think like. The other thing I liked is like some of the fight sequences were pretty cool. So I was, you know, like I'm not sure if the the productions, um, if they used uh, choreographers from China or whatever. But it felt like the it felt like movie fighting that we've never seen in uh, most Hollywood films. Mm. It was very gritty and very real, and they were just the way they were used up um, props and objects and weapons is awesome. So I was thinking like, you know, that would be awesome if they did get someone. A, a disabled actor doing this because there has to be people out there doing these things like yeah. you know what I mean that don't would normally get to play them roles or whatever but then also it would be that kind of element of like remember Ong Bak where the Ong Bak is that martial arts film where they had no CGI work yeah and there was, everything was done for real hmm. and that's the, that's the sp- you, you, you probably have man have you not said it it's a wicked I film I don't think I've said it and that's the spectacle of it it's what kind of makes Mission Impossible Wicked as well. Yeah. Tom Cruise is actually doing the stunts. Hmm. He's mad enough to go and do all these crazy things. Yeah. And I think that's what they missed out on. But anyway, so I was yeah. going to say, so we yeah. go back to Skyscraper. So out of the three films that have been out of The Rock, Rampage, Jumanji and Skyscraper, what would be your order of ranking? I think... um Do worst to best. Worst to best. So obviously we're going to go with Skyscraper, um then possibly Rampage yeah and then Jumanji yeah I definitely think that I think Jumanji was better than Skyscraper Jumanji was better than Rampage and Jumanji works as well because it's it was a comedy it was action yeah and it was an ensemble piece as well mm. so he had all the other characters he had Kevin Hart he had um, Jack yeah. Black he had um, uh, Karen Karen Gilliam mm. to play off yeah you know what I mean? But I mean, like with with Rampage, Rampage could have could have been better as well. Yeah. But it just wasn't, in it. Yeah. Like it, it was just more focused on like what The Rock was doing. Yeah. And his stuff rather than like the movie yeah. in it. Yeah. But anyway, so out of the three films that we watched this week, yeah, what would be your ranking of? Uh, I think um do best to worst because we know which one you think's the worst. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I think obviously it comes down to. Incredibles 2 and Halter Artemis I think I liked Incredibles 2 but I think I preferred I preferred Halter Artemis mm. compared to Incredibles 2 yeah I think I'd agree with you I think I would go with Halter Artemis first yeah so I would definitely recommend someone to go and watch that 
Incredibles 2 you have to watch it. you're gonna watch it anyway yeah, yeah. and uh, Skyscraper you probably could skip really yeah it? you could skip yeah. you could probably watch um, download when it comes on streaming or whatever man you don't yeah. have to go and watch it but um, yeah so what do you have planned for next week so next week is gonna be interesting so I've got um, a meeting um, on equity Monday. meeting on yeah. Monday so we're doing that Tuesday we're going to Shambhala's to yeah. eat Wednesday you going speed dating and I'm just going for a drink in a bar which is all <laughs> happening at the same time as speed dating so I'm yeah. going to be there like literally just like just going to slip tag in, in no, no, no one going to know man. no yeah. one going to know where else and, Thursday uh, Thursday we're going to meet uh, we call him Mr. Digital Pharmacist we're going to meet him yeah so we're going to go out some food go to a Persian place I think you know yep. on Hagley Road and on Sunday we are going to Bodyworks in NEC which is a ex- exhibition yeah. of real people who have donated their bodies for science and art and they're going to be displayed in formaldehyde so they're going to be preserved bodies that sounds sick sounds nasty in it yeah as in nasty nice. yeah. that sounds sick <laughs> how do you even sign up for that how do you be it like sounds disgusting when i pass away i don't want my body to be cremated or buried so my family can Actually, oh my god, that's the dinner. I need to check because I can't feel in the mind ethnic people. <laughs> oh my god. That is horrible. Anyway. That is sad. So that's what we've got planned for next week. Yeah. And uh, emails and tweets. Emails and tweets. Uh, I've got no emails or tweets. And we're going to keep doing this until we get one. Until we get one, yeah. So please, either either rate us on any other uh, way you listen to this or send an email or tweet for feedback. Yeah. Let us know what you're thinking. And uh, yeah, and you can send your feedback on we don't do stuff at gmail dot com, or you can find us on social media on Twitter at we don't do stuff. That's it. Yeah, um, I think that's the end of our show. Yeah, I've, I've been Sunny Dap, and I'm Jazz. Thanks for listening. Tune in, McCartney, everybody. That means no problems. And I'm independent. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.